befreien lassen. Die Frauen, die Rebel ist hell und leid. Sie flattert von Zorn, von Glück und sie redet. Aschoe, Aschoe, Aflern und Held. listening to Jay Eyre, which is based in Melbourne, Australia, the voice of diversity in Jewish Melbourne. The program you're now listening to is called A Molen Haint, Past and Present, and we present to you each week an alternative view on Jewish history and current affairs from a Yiddish secular Bundes perspective. We broadcast this program each week at exactly the same time. Our program is presented in English and Yiddish, we hope you enjoy and perhaps learn something that maybe you did not know. If you have any comments and suggestions, then please send us an email to bunjair at yahoo.com.au. That's B-U-N-D-J-A-I-R at yahoo.com.au. We will respond to your emails, so please feel free to be in touch by sending us an email. On this week, our program, on our program this week, we'll be listening to the latest World Labour Report and hearing Yiddish songs. Your presenters today are Bobby and Michael Zilberman. Neues von der jüdischen Welt. Leute, die Organisatoren von der Gassenversammlung Letovis Medinas Israel seinen 290.000 Beigewinn in Washington in die Vereinigten Staaten auf der Demonstration die vorige Woche. Bis nach einer Viertelmillion haben das geguckt auf ein spezieller Televisionsstrom. Republikaner und Demokraten seine Gewinn zwischen die Rednerns. Präsident Biden hat gebeten, dem Kongress zu schicken Herr 14 Billionen Amerikaner Dollar kein Israel, ihre Rösse helfen in der jetzigen Lage. Die Organisation Birthright Israel hat abgerufen, Reises kein Medines Israel. Wir haben gedacht, vorkommen Bemächer von heute Dezember Hagel, zu lieb der Muhammad zwischen Israel und Hamas, sagen dick, als sie der Wald, als die Reiseswellen vorgesetzt werden, gar in Gieren, auf viele fahren so von Jahr, ob die Situation in Essen wird sich stabilisieren. Die Reises kommen vor, sind 1999, hat sie seinen abgerufen geworden zu lieb der Covid-Epidemie. Die Organisation organisiert Menschen, welche haben Anteil genommen in frierdige Reises, Arose helfen arbeiten in Institutions, wenn man es mitarbeitet, seinen jetzt vernommen mit der Muhammad. Zwei europäische Filmfestivalen haben gehabt besondere Zugang zu der Esse Muhammad. 
Der Stockholmer Festival hat zurückgezogen seine Verbettung zur Israel die Charakterisse. Ein Niederländer Festival hat getadelt die palästinische Losung von einem Teich bis in Jahr. Trotz ein jüdischer Sponsor von der Amerikaner Bücherpremiere hat sich zurückgezogen von der Prämie, weil ein Teil von den nominierten Gewinners planieren, herauszugeben eine Meldung, was ruft zu einem Stillstand in Essa. Der Abruf dazu ist gewähnt ein Gemischter. Beim australischen Center für Heinzeitiger Kunst hat Rotsch ein Verwalter resigniert in Sof Oktober zu Libyen Sorge wegen dem Antisemitismus zwischen Künstler. In Frankreich haben ein Ehre 180.000 marschiert gegen den Antisemitismus dem vorigen Sonntag. In London haben 300.000 marschiert Leutwisser Stillstand in Essa. Ein Melbourneer Schiel hat gedacht, daheim schicken, die Miss Palaelim inmitten davon in dem vorigen Freitag zu lieb eine dabeige Demonstration Leutwis die Palästina. Eine zweite pro-palästinische Demonstration ist vorgekommen in Sydney. Mitglieder von die Scherzer Pleite haben untergeschrieben, einen Brief abzumerken, 85 Jahre nach der Kristallnacht und zu tadeln dem Antisemitismus. Im Medinus Israel haben jeden abgemerkt, auch heute nach dem Hamas-Unfall mit der stillen Minute und das Singen der Hatikwa. Die Panama von den Gefangenen in Essen sind in Gewissen geworden auf die Wand von der Jerusalemer Altstadt. Yeah, 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 yeah
Vorgestellt von François Lilienfeld und Grüne Blätter.
von dem Tunkelen, vorgestellt von Chaim Ostrowski. Jeden Singen von dem Tunkeln sitzen zwei Jeden auf der Bank in der Park. Orime Jeden, ausgematelte, hungerige, sie sind bitter, sie sind schlecht. Sitzen sie still. In einer Weile herum hat einer noch einen anderen aufgezogen an Nigeli. Mein Jossel, er hat nicht kein Pfeifer, er hat ein Pfeifer, ein Pistulchikl, ein Spielkästel. Er hat so vergeht, sag ich, dass er so ein Fiedele, was rede ich, ein Fiedele, aber ein Bechik, ein Kanarechik, ein Salavechik. Zener, Zener, wer hat es zu Warabechik und zu Salavechik, Zener. Und wer kennt der Lange in dem höchsten Ton, die obere Zeh, ha? Wie geht es herum ein Mensch ohne ein Oberetze? Ah, wo darf ich die Oberetze? Das ist die ganze Lange, Der Remesser Menagen kann der Lange in dem höchsten Ton mit dem Kamerton. Der Farbe hat mein Jossel, der, 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 der Falzettel, der, die Pelegischl. Ja, so habt sich herum auf sein Pelegischl. Nun, nun, halt er noch den Schabes. Und wer hat die Überlage? Wer hat die Mittellage? Wer hat die Unterlage mit der Beilage? Als mein Gerschenke Sirote. Dein Josele, was hat er? Was hat er? Eben gar nicht. Unten gar nicht. Und ich mitten an Bord. Und wer hat Klavature? Was denkt mir Klavature, Schmavature? Du da lang mir stehen und weiter Und ich liebe Klavature. Und mir pflegt Galene, wenn ihr zu 
Ich habe Feind am Quetschzach, sing und weiter gar nicht. Ich habe dir ein wegen Malz Ding, verrasse mich so schön im Dien im Kirchele. Ei, Herrschenhof, Herrschenhof, wer hat die Metrowatsche? Du bist allein am Metrowatsche. Und du bist da auch eben wie ein Kasser in Pomeranzen. Stillwald, los ab die Bord, los ab. Du los ab mein Bord, ich habe noch heute nicht gegessen. Und ich habe mich nicht gegessen, doch ich mein Müll nicht gehabt. Uiuiui, in der Heim geht mir nichts von Hunger, Weib und Kind. Kann nicht verdienen ein Groschen. Kolla, kolla, Kitz. Perle, vorgestellt von François Lilienfeld und Grüne Blätter.
Nadir's Der Rebbe Elimelech, vorgestellt von François Lilienfeld und Grüne Blätter. Euer Der Rebbe Elimelech ist geworden, sehr freilich. Euer ist geworden, sehr freilich. Gewischt die Brillen hat geschickt nach die Fellers die zwei als die Fiddlers haben Fiddle gefiddelt, haben Fiddle gefiddelt, haben sie. Ja, die Fiddle gefiddlers haben Fiddle gefiddelt, haben Fiddle gefiddelt, haben sie. Spielfiddler!
news from around the world which is what we present to you each week so we can be up to date with what's going on around our globe in the report this week a special program on how to organize app workers into unions the labor start report about union events and singing it's our union our union that defends our rights but our unions as strong as our will is to fight this is radio labor so, you're fed up with your job. You and your coworkers are being treated unfairly. And you decide it's time to do something about it. You want to organize at your workplace. For app-based platform workers, though, these questions can be really complicated. For one thing, there is no central workplace. Gig work is isolating. 
by design. So, what do we do? That is Shauna Bader-Blau, the Executive Director of the Solidarity Center in the United States. The center is the largest U.S.-based international workers' rights organization. As part of a six-episode series, it has produced a podcast on how app workers, workers who are managed by computer applications, can organize into unions. Here's Ms. Bader-Blau. Today, we take the bird's-eye approach with two of our stellar organizers within the Solidarity Center. Sarah McKenzie is our Director of Program Strategy and Innovation and has 29 years of experience in the labor movement. Welcome, Sarah. Hello, Shauna. Andrew Tillett-Sachs serves as the Solidarity Center's Trade Union Strengthening Director and has experience organizing workers in both the U.S. and around the globe. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. Hi, Shauna. Thanks for having me. Why does this work matter to both of you? Why should anyone care? After COVID, we saw a massive increase, right, in uh, platform-based work, app-based work. You know, when we think about the future of work, that's where we see it headed, right? And if we're going to make sure that workers' rights are upheld and that we continue to create decent workplaces, we've got to care, right? We've got to care about where the work is going and where the workers are. I completely agree with uh, Sarah. This is a tactic being used by employers specifically to disempower workers and to try to break and prevent worker organization. If the labor movement doesn't figure out how to organize platform workers in mass, it's going to spell bad consequences for the entire labor movement, platform and non-platform, right? I think employers will continue to shift more and more towards this organization work if they think it's a way to avoid uh, having to be accountable to their workers, a way to avoid labor unions. And so I think in, in terms of trying to build the whole global labor movement, it's really the nut that uh, the global labor movement has to crack. All right. So the stakes are extremely high, it sounds like. So let's just figure this out together. What do we do? Like, what are the first steps in organizing? You're a platform worker. You're working in pick any country, bunch of you together. Uh, you're facing terrible working conditions. What are the first main phases of organizing? What we've seen from watching workers organize in the platform sector around the world is that they're using some of the tried and true tactics of organizing workers in the labor movement. And they're also innovating with some new tactics. One of the tactics organizing wise that's been very successful is surveying workers. So. In terms of trying to start an organizing campaign, doing a survey of the workers you're trying to organize is a very ineffective tactic to do two things. It gives you a sense of what the workers are concerned about, the working condition, which is really essential. You have to really know what issues they care about because those are the things they're going to fight about. It's an organizing maximum. So you have to identify what they are. One of the first steps I've seen in platform organizing that's somewhat new is the need to set up channels of communication because typically workers talk at the workplace. They're next to each other. They're in the same building oftentimes, or at least in the same hub with platform workers and app-based workers. That's often not the case. And so you have to, as a foundation, set up some way to communicate with a big group of people. 
in Thailand, delivery workers set up a Facebook page that ended up getting 35,000 followers. And so they could communicate in mass, whatever they wanted. In other countries, you know, they oftentimes set up WhatsApp groups, Telegram, Signal groups, some way that you can start the conversation. And that becomes the foundation to build upon, to build real organization. That's a really necessary first step. But going off of what Andrew said, though, when you look at traditional organizing, right, that contact, worker-to-worker contact, talking to each other, they may do it differently than we do in some of our traditional organizing, but it's got to happen, that relationship building. Because I was always wondering about this as we started organizing platform workers, whether or not they really needed to see each other or is online good enough. At least what I'm seeing more and more is they do build the relationship, may start online, but they do want to see each other. And they do gather. Based on platform workers organizing in other parts of the world, what seem to be some of the other most important elements to success? But also we have to educate folks about this, right? Educating people about their rights. But what's important about that is people can see, okay, these are the rights that we have now. What do we want to change? Um, how do we change laws? And in doing that, um, being able to also educate the broader uh, community around them, right? Because they've got to get support for the legislation and for their their campaign. And and Andrew, like, what do people typically get wrong? There's a lot of mobilizing, and not necessarily enough organizing. These initial groups get formed, whether it's a Facebook group or a WhatsApp group, and then the employers, as they tend to do, inevitably do something to piss all the workers off. Usually, in this sector, it's changed the algorithm, so it's a wage cut. And people are upset and they call a protest and they can mobilize quite a few workers through these communications channels that they've set up. The problem is the, the step that's often skipped is building a real organizing structure. And so what happens is after the protest, things kind of dissipate. And so one of the most fundamental pieces of an organizing campaign is identifying your leaders, and then building your committee. A committee that covers as much of the workplace as you can. You can listen to the full 25-minute podcast about organizing app workers at solidaritycenter.org. Center is spelled C-E-N-T-E-R. Here with his report about union events is Labor Start correspondent Derek Blackadder. This week, our top story section included links to stories detailing how and why solidarity strikes in support of Tesla workers are spreading across Sweden. Starting Friday, dock workers in all Swedish ports will refuse to offload Teslas, cleaning crews will no longer clean showrooms, and mechanics won't fix charging points. Other top stories this week include a landmark decision affecting the right to strike of workers around the world and the sad and angering news from Hong Kong that the largest teachers union there is completing its own dissolution. The Hong Kong Professional Teachers Union's decision to disband was a direct consequence of the attacks directed at it by China. But my favorite top story of the week came to us from Australia, where the labor movement has created a national commission to collect evidence of price gouging by corporations. The commission held hearings across the country and heard from over 600 organizations and individuals about the effects and the causes of the cost of living crisis. 
A random sample from our news pages includes articles about the ongoing and deadly garment workers protests in Bangladesh, a national general strike to protest an assault on a union leader by Nigerian security forces, and the introduction of legislation prohibiting the use of scabs in many Canadian workplaces. On our Working Women news page, you'll find stories about the work that builders' unions in eastern and southern Africa are doing to strengthen the position of women leaders within their unions, the work being done to ensure that the Philippines ratifies ILO Convention 190, and the push for gender equality in Spanish newsrooms. And from the UK, we carried yet more details of the epidemic of sexual and gender harassment at McDonald's restaurants across that country. Stories appearing on our health and safety page in Newswire this week include a campaign in the United States of America to ensure worker protection in extreme heat as the effects of global heating become more and more obvious. A partial victory for Australian unions as they campaign for a ban on silicosis causing engineered stone on building sites, and the ongoing efforts to reach and rescue 40 workers trapped in a tunnel in India. Labour Start hosts online solidarity actions at the request of unions around the world. This week we'd like to highlight urgent appeals for online solidarity with trade union activists in Serbia, Georgia, Iran, and in Mexico. If you can spare just a few seconds, you can do your part in these struggles by sending a solidarity message. Look for details of these and other campaigns on our site. This is Derek Blackadder from Labor Start, reporting for Radio Labor. Now here is Robin Roberts with Stand Up For Our Union. Our union story is here to be seen. We've won many victories and suffered defeats. But as I turn through the pages and look back through time, there's one single question stands out in my mind. Today we may prosper, today we live free. But if it weren't for the union, where would we be? It's our union, our union that defends our rights. But our union's as strong as our will is to fight. For the union is you, and the union is me. So stand up and stand by our union. From its humble beginnings, our union has grown. So no working person needs struggle alone. But no gain that's been made has been made without cost. And together we'll see that no gain's ever lost. Take a look at those countries where workers aren't free. If it weren't for the unions, where would we be? It's our unions, our union that defends our rights. But our unions as strong as our will is to fight. For the union is you, and the union is me. So stand up and stand by our union. Would you choose to go back working 12 hours a day? Would you choose to toil more and a pittance be paid? Would you stand with the union against the new right? Or do you think on your own you can withstand their might? The answer is written in our history. If it weren't for the union, where would we be? It's our union, our union that defends our rights. But our union's as strong as our will. 
will is to fight for the union is you and the union is me so stand up and stand by our union they say we've got problems and the unions they blame well franco and pinochet they said the same if our union they weaken if our union they break then where's our defense from becoming enslaved so would you choose bondage above liberty and if it weren't for the union where would we be it's our union our union that defends our rights but our unions as strong as our will is to fight for the union is you and the union is me so stand up and stand by our You are listening to JR 88FM on radio or via the web on www.j-air.com.au. The final track we'll be hearing today is titled Peace in the Streets. It's being sung by the late Adrian Cooper on her CD titled Enchanted, a new generation of Yiddish song. You've been listening to a Mullen Haint, past and present, on jair.com.au, the voice of diversity in Jewish Melbourne. We welcome comments and suggestions, so please send emails to bunjair at yahoo.com.au. That's B-U-N-D-J-A-I-R at yahoo.com.au. So till we speak again, Chabashaft and Zeitgesund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm gonna 
J-Air 88 FM Hi, this is Barry Rogers, presenter for the program Beersheba Vision that goes to air every Wednesday at 2pm on your local radio station J-Air 88.0 FM It is a program inspired by the Australian victory at Beersheba in World War I It is a Christian Zionist program dedicated to building bridges between the Jewish and Christian communities and keeping alive the values and freedoms that the Anzacs fought for. Alex First here with a reminder you can support J-Air by joining as a member. Go to j-air.com.au, $54 a year, that's all it takes, and you become an integral member of the J-Air community. 
Hello everyone. Every Tuesday 7 to 8 p.m. and Saturday 9 to 10 p.m. on Mark Coppolov presents, I'll be interviewing with music